Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Can you believe there are folks in the You Hate Movies camp who had never seen Sasha Baron Cohen's mockumentary masterwork, Borat, Cultural Learnings of America from Make Benefit, Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan? Okay, it was just Bethany, but still! Listen as we revisit this unique moment in cinema and find out if Bethany Allen survived the shock. Along the way, you'll get spoilers for both Borat and hated Gigi Allen and the Murder Junkies. There are a handful of comedy films that, when mentioned, uh, evoke all sorts of quotations and remember this and laughing. Uh, and they tend to be, uh, they tend to have a shelf life of many, many, many years, which is why people go around quoting Christmas Vacation or Dumb and Dumber or because we've had time to sit around and watch them again and again and again and laugh and laugh and laugh some more and they appreciate and value the more that we have and then every now and then you see a movie that the first time you see it it is overtly funny and then it appreciates and value and you continue to laugh at it I would argue personally that the film Borat is, is one of those films yeah so <laughs> the funny thing about it uh, aside from the jokes <laughs> and the comedy is that we've often mentioned Borat in conversation, this group of people that likes to watch movies, and one amongst us has often said, you know, I've never seen that. No, that wasn't. you got to try <laughs> that again. Try it again. She says, <laughs> I ain't never seen that one, y'all. There it is. You know, We're friends with Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> so I missed that one. Bethany is who I'm talking about. That was you, Bethany. Mm. That was his Bethany impression. Hey, y'all. So she's on the show tonight. Howdy. Matt Hughes, he's back. I'm back. And by back, I mean he was in England briefly. I was. Uh, we you, mentioned it on the show, actually. If you didn't know, he, he's from England. I am? It's you this w- weird... That was uh, a statement, not a question. This you wouldn't be I able am. to tell because it's of his accent. muddled accent. Yeah. yeah. I've been here a decade. Things change. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. You know, if you... I can sound like Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins if you need me to. If you took a cue from oh, yeah. Arnold, your accent would still be strong. I'm not as strong physically or... Uh, character, I, yeah, character. <laughs> Arnold had to take uh, a or speech lessons to keep it. Right, yeah. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman lost his and had to take elocution lessons to get it back. I'm in good company. Arnold had Arnie a cameo and Gary. in the movie tonight. Do not too. even bring up Arnie. He is a joke. Whoa, <laughs> it's true. He what sounds terrible. That's why would you say that? Why would you pick on his accent? He can't help that he's you from Austria. He's from another country. Oh I said, why would we you sound pick different? On? But he could you, let know, it you know, Bethany. Like he could let it go. Bethany, that, Bethany, this might this might become a surprise to you, but you have an accent. Yeah, yeah. Did you even realize? You're yeah. from another country to me. You How would go you go like, to Austria? They're gonna say, "Why does that girl talk so stupid?" Yeah. I'll tell you something else too. I've and seen the map of our listenership, and there are listeners in Austria, which means that small group though they may be, what if they're sitting there going, "Don't get me started <laughs> <laughs> on Bethany." This I won't. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about Arnold you Schwarzenegger. Indirectly, he's been here talking for 155 years. He's his trademark, and he yeah. has nothing. It's changed. part of his it's personal like, brand. Honestly, he's a brilliant self-marketer. Right. Okay. His, but his accent sounds like a parody of an accent. No, it okay. does. He okay. sounds like okay. someone from Austria yeah. speaking English. He stoops. All right. Well, oh, Abby's. Oh my agrees. gosh! Let's Stop. go easy Getting with upset. the army bashing. <laughs> Abby's on the show, unfortunately, talking. <laughs> How did Nonsense we? about Arnold. Man. Jeez. Bethy's just all riled up after seeing Borat for the first uh, time. Speaking of crazy accents. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm Josh I, and Patrick's on the show as well. Yeah, I'm here. 
And uh, we said, you Did know, you we should, should do. Introduce me. No. What about Tyler? Oh, that's second for granted. So anyway, high five. <laughs> this night's, night's going to be full of so yeah, many. So many. Yuck, Tyler's on the show as well. Uh, that's just it for the next thirty minutes. <laughs> and we said we should do a first impressions, Borat. I don't have the full title in front of me, but I think that it goes cultural learnings for make benefit great land of Kazakhstan or something like that. Cultural learnings of America for make benefit glorious nation of Kazakhstan. I was pretty close. I had some of the words. Just for, yeah, (laughs) some words, forgot some, wrong order. Um, And so we sat down together in a room, Bethany being the only one who hadn't seen Borat, and we watched it together. And so I guess the best way to begin things without unpacking everything in great detail is Bethany, w- w- what the heck? What were you thinking? <laughs> what was it like? You kind of said like you had an accent there. Did you hear yourself? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying out something new. <laughs> <laughs> what did I think? Yeah, what was I it like? I honestly feel like I'm shell-shocked a little bit. Well, and, sure. and it's it's intimidating because you all can quote the thing and you know stuff's coming. I could feel that in the room every time. Y'all be like, okay, but wait. I'd be like, okay, shut your eyes. Shut your eyes. You know, well, like I, had to, I had to warn you. As a good friend, I had to warn you about those photos of Borat's son. Hmm. Uh, did you did you prefer to be blindsided? No, it's fine. It was great. I appreciated it. But but um but so I think it was hard. I was trying to take in all your input and your excitement and trying to have my own experience <laughs> with this <laughs> film. And I think I don't know still. I think I feel like what did I just see? I feel really Im- impressed with Sasha Conan. Sure. I feel really impressed. Like the well, fact yeah. that he did not lose his marbles at one. I mean, <laughs> at all. I was like, you are brilliant. Yeah, it's an astounding. I think it's dedication. funny. It looked old to me. Well, yeah, they did that. I purpose. know. Oh, no. It was a long time ago that came out. Oh, six. Yeah, yeah, 11, yeah, 11 years ago. But they made it look. They made it look. Yeah, older. but that's what's so weird is I felt like we were watching Dumb and Dumber together. And you guys had already seen it, but I was seeing it for the first time. Sure. And you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Right. I think, so yeah. I was having a lot of experiences. Deliberately I, but I dressed liked Borat. I just could not. I was mortified. I'm an embarrassed. I can get embarrassed watching people at a mall. <laughs> so I was feeling like there were so true. many moments I was just like, I, I Wait, can't what does that move. mean? There tell, was a, tell me you, there, you there get embarrassed watching people at a mall. Where her, her shirt just kept going higher and higher up onto her face. It's like she wanted to cover her eyes, but she just had to hide inside of her I was shirt. so embarrassed. How do you get embarrassed him? watching people at a mall? Because if they do something dumb and I'm like, are they trip or they get rejected by somebody and I can see it. I'm just like, oh, I'm so my embarrassed. So, my favorite thing about oh, the mall. I'm so embarrassed. I can't handle it. Recently, when you like took that. a brief excursion to California and you were walking down a sidewalk on near the beach and you fell in front of a bunch of people fall. and someone had to come help you up on my knee did you <laughs> were you embarrassed uh no i was in so much i was in adult agony that i couldn't <laughs> adult, like, adult agony. you know like when you're a kid you just fall and just weep your brains out sure. and this was that moment where i was like if i speak i'll start weeping really loud and violently because i was in so much pain it wasn't easy enough to be mortified. It's that thing where you think you're looking pretty and you trip on like the edge of the, <laughs> of the, yeah, of the sidewalk and you that. know there's like a hot guy who walked by and you just like stumbled like a weirdo. Yeah. It's like those moments that happen to me all the time. It's not brand new. But I, when I watch it for people, I'm just like, Ugh. and my dad's like that too. We just get mortified for people. Our, like, our listeners like to know personal stories, which is why I took yeah. that brief detour. It happens sometimes that I trip on stuff. Yeah, they. I, you should... 
Um, I wish you could have experienced this movie in a theater because it was like a. I, I seem to recall it was a great big crowd and yeah, everybody. Patrick laughed. and Mike and myself went to see it, and there was a collective, you know, uh, hundreds of people all squirming in their chairs but laughing but just mortified and groaning and that's how i felt like i, I was like that's this is funny but this is so <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> too. So, so i couldn't get my emotion radar in check i was like <laughs> yeah it's sometimes certain- awkwardly laughing sometimes genuinely laugh it was just a just a back and forth just <laughs> an emotional and the forth. emotional back roller coaster of what four at when you have seen the movie, you obviously uh, you know what's coming and you're able to make your peace with. But I found myself even now I've, <laughs> yeah. I've seen this like four or five times and still feeling like, oh God, I know what's gonna happen and I yeah. can't take the feeling of knowing that it's even when you just coming. see like the little thing of like the, he's at the rodeo, you start getting nervous because you know what he's gonna <laughs> do at the rodeo. And like, yeah, and the conversations, the, alive, the things still. he gets out of these people. Yeah, you just like make you grimace and then some he finds the worst human beings i mean i know that they're well represented (laughs) in the american population but he just gets some classic archetypes and case studies of not not great it's not they're not great i know i know it's not sexy to say but the sociological aspect of this movie is just amazing like What's a commentary on America? Yeah. yeah, and you're like, you're like, look how terrible people are. People <laughs> all, are all so across. awful. Like nobody was kind, and everyone was no, bigoted. And the, like those guys playing playing bones in Atlanta, they, they were, nice were to and the, the Jewish um, bed and breakfast. Me, mom, papa were sweet. <laughs> yeah, but the rest were just awful people, especially. Well, anyway, I won't call out any states, but no, all the southerners were just awful. Well, New York was the awful older too. people that sat down at the table with him, they were very patient Un- until the hooker showed up and they said, "Get I out!" I mean, yeah, but before that, she was t- teaching him how to wipe his butt. Yeah, she tolerated the yeah. bag yeah. of feces. Patient. I couldn't. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but think still, he really pooped in that bag. That was his poop. Probably. He's pretty dedicated. <laughs> his dedication to, to his craft. <laughs> Man, yeah. how do he make sure he had to poop during that scene, or do you think he just? He no, ad-libbed it. He and had like it just in had his had pocket or something. Oh, you think I he pre- think was prepped sure, poop? Sure, of course. Pre-prepped poop? I he didn't have time to make that and <laughs> get downstairs. <laughs> Do you need to make a brown? This is a bad. I think that's part of the fun of the movie is is seeing the reactions of people and how they will respond to his his extreme behavior. Which is his thing, like, in uh, from the Ali G show, he's always used other people to be the unknowing straight man to his or i guess he's been the straight man i'm never sure which way around that goes well he's ordinarily a buffoon all his characters are uh grotesques they're they're fools yeah all of his characters are bumbling yeah uh idiots that are struggling in their surroundings whether it's you know uh ali g is an overt idiot Mm -hmm. such an idiot is just culturally clueless and Uh, Bruno is uh, cluelessly <laughs> offensive yep. to the world around him. And uh, putting it's funny because I, I seem to recall an interview with uh, Sasha Barrett Cohen where he was describing the way that he creates a character that is often the unwilling participant's worst nightmare, but the character doesn't actually exist. So, you know, whether it's right. Bruno, this like flamboyant Austrian gay fashionista guy yeah. that. 
uh, and then he purposely finds the type of person that that would be aggravated by such a character and they're horrified but the character's not real it's not a you know what i mean they're interacting with a facade it's He's a, playing into their fears exactly yeah their, so, their discomforts when he goes around the south and finds these rodeo, I don't know what that guy was, uh, some kind of that bigot. Bigot. boy, yeah, uh, and old racist bigot. <laughs> yeah, that awful man. He said he looked like he a has to do so little mustache. to draw out this just heinous, look, yeah, like ugliness. He yeah, yeah. He said they're gonna have Muslims lynched and gays beside them. Yeah. It's, yeah. a, it's a terrible. It's shave, shave your mustache. So you look like an Italian. Instead of a Muslim. I can't even believe. I, I, it's so repulsive. And yeah. he knows, as a comedian, America. he knows like, oh, okay, this is gold. Mm-hmm. If I, you know, tweak this way or that way, I can get more. I can get him. I can move him Direct in this direction. Because sure. in that moment of conversation, it's already, for the purposes of the movie, quote unquote, funny enough that this guy is like, Shave your mustache because you look like a Muslim and, you, right. and we don't like you. But if you shave it, you'll look like an Italian and we will tolerate you a little bit more. <laughs> and uh, until, until they win the war in Iraq. And, and then they and hang then, from the gallows. And, yeah. Yeah. And then they can learn to <laughs> then we'll accept, accept you. Him. So then he goes to kiss him knowing that, oh, this is the type of guy who's going right. to have a reaction to this. Right. And then when the guy freaks out about the kiss, he's able to say, well, in my country, we do this to gay people. And the guy, and he, you know what I mean? He's yeah, like right. purposefully getting punchlines out of these unwilling participants. Uh, and in and that never sense, pushing them too far. It, somehow he like keeps them on the rails the whole time. And how I don't know. The prostitute, he kind of pushed too far. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that situation, they were like, we're calling the cops. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, like to, you could tell he was done with it. But to get the punchlines out, it seems like. Yeah, how he knows he how to melt the conversation people, before yeah. it breaks down. To sign the waivers. Well, the studio designed waivers that were able to legally uh, appear as though they were the documentary. Because in a sense, there is an element element of documentary filmmaking that's happening. It's not scripted. So it was buried in the the actual formal long name of the movie and the premise of the movie. And so they felt like, who's ever going to see this? It's just some no-name country. And so so they were able to get signed waivers from everyone that's face isn't blurred. That's true, because I guess if you don't direct someone, then they're not in a movie, they're in a documentary. uh, According to Wikipedia... (laughs) If oh we, well, if we will. Okay, if we will, we will. The um, the the guy Bobby Rowe, uh, who is depicted in the film at the rodeo scene, uh, says that he was approached by someone from quote One America, a California-based film company that was reportedly doing a documentary on a Russian immigrant. So they must have approached people like you're saying, Josh, just telling them we're just shooting this documentary of this immigrant over here. It's no big deal. <laughs> no yeah, and if and the you know if you have no paradigm for who that character is, he plays it as though it's an extremely authentic, yeah, albeit hyperbolic character. You know that. I mean, he was able to do it on a show for a long time before the movie became a thing. And it's interesting that this particular type of comedy that Sasha Baron Cohen's obviously a gifted actor and I guess he can sing. I haven't seen Les Mis, but uh, Bethany has stuff to say. I about. think he's awesome. He's, he's very obviously good. very talented. As the master of the house. Yeah. He's well, not just that, but all this is like, that takes real skill. That's like developed. He sings master to, of the house in Les Mis? To disappear. Yeah. Like yeah. the one George that George sings. Yeah. <laughs> master of the house. <laughs> keeper of the suit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it takes all a lot of skill to he's, he's disappear a performer. into he, disappear into a character I like mean, that and then maintain it. Because he stayed... 
He stayed in character the entire time it's he promoted the film. Art. Too. I mean, he had to have been. I wonder what his credentials are, but I guarantee he's had. I think some he went like, to Oxford. Right. I think he's like a brilliant person. The whole time I was thinking, like, you must be brilliant. Like, I mean, it just takes a lot of discipline mm. to do it. Yeah, and the it's the so the interesting thing is that as an actor, as an ordinary actor, because he often appears in you know, a normal movie from time to time, non-comedies or in a couple of musicals. He's also in Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. Todd. He is, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the Madag- he's, he's the lemur in the Madagascar. <laughs> King Julian. Yep. Uh, he likes to move it, move it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was him. <laughs> but his, his other comedy projects, though, you know, I thought that the dictator was pretty funny and eh, right. I didn't see the, uh, the brothers, brothers Grimsby. Grimsby that people didn't care for. But it's interesting that in scripted, more straightforward narratives like The Dictator, it certainly, I thought, was entertaining and funny. It was a fine comedy, but it, it doesn't was, have it that pretty straight electric, m- yeah. you know, like uh, uh, magnetism that Borat or Bruno have. And I don't think it's just the fact that like, yeah, but people are getting tricked like it's a Johnny Knoxville thing. It's like something about the way that he's able to manipulate those situations and create this because this is one thing to like go out and let a chicken loose on a subway train that's funny <laughs> that's fine right but it's quite another to be able to go and provoke you know a, <laughs> a group of uh feminists or uh, a comedy coach or a driving instructor <laughs> the dullest comedy coach ever <laughs> he was so it, it's it, what it appears to me is 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 borat is essentially the the how would you describe American culture to an alien? You know, yeah. if, if someone were to arrive <laughs> on planet, it, yeah. planet Earth for the very first time, this is is essentially how that might play out. Yeah, how a how an alien might experience America. Yeah, and unfortunately, in a way that's uh, disappointing. You know, it's a great example of subtle black comedy because it's actually really dark when you start to think about how depraved and despicable all these characters uh, are. Yeah, it's 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 hard to laugh sometimes. Yeah, and depressingly like, so. What do you do? But he what, plays what it can you do for laughs, laughs <laughs> from what start to finish. <laughs> what choice do we have? But yeah, Bethy, can I can I ask you? Mm-hmm. Wh- mm-hmm. Which scenes made you the most uncomfortable? That's a good how about, question. How about the... Uh, the the man-on-man <laughs> wrestling naked. Is that it? Was that, uh, was that... The naked wrestling? Is this a funny question? And the streaking and the running around streaking and the mortgage broker. Streaking I didn't mind because I think boys do that a lot. <laughs> um, but I think... We do? My brother did it in college. So, so you're cool with men running around naked. <laughs> and in high school. That's just what guys do. I just remember hearing about it. I don't know. I don't know. No, now that you've seen it. Yeah, it, the the wrestling on the bed thing. And yeah, that's pretty bad. I, yeah, I just had to like bad. put my shirt up. That's pretty bad. Yeah, but that's you, where you disappeared into your shirt. How did you feel when he was talking with the dull comedy coach? I loved it. Do you feel like the guys, the people, the guys and and, and women on on the mo- in the movie that usually are most patient with him? Do you feel worse for them or the ones that are like impatient with him? Impatient. Like the guy who just starts sprinting away from him on the street. Yeah, because I'm like, I think I'm code. I was thinking, what would I do? And I'm like, I think I'm codependent enough to be like, oh, or maybe it's just nice. Mm -hmm. But I would think like, oh, (laughs) all right, bud, let me see if I can help you. Where do you want to go? McDonald's? Like, I think I would let him like kiss me. I'd (laughs) I'd be like, okay, sure. He hands you a poop bag. 
Yeah, I think I'd be like, oh poop. my gosh, like I would feel compassion. Like, oh, you just don't know stuff. Like this, that other woman was. She lost her marbles, but I, <laughs> I think like it's there? yeah. I was trying to think, what would I she be doing if I saw two naked dudes running through a business meeting? It was a mortgage and broker convention. Yeah. That sounds pretty dull too. Yeah, yeah, they needed something to liven it up. <laughs> there was a there was a um, reality show, I guess is what it was, almost like a candid camera type thing. I'm pretty sure it was MTV called Boiling Point. Did anyone ever see that? Yeah, yeah I recall. I where where they that. it was a it was a reactionary um, hidden camera show where they would put people in these scenarios where someone would just infuriate them over and over and try and push them to their limits and see how long they could go until they got angry and cussed and yelled or whatever. And if you managed to keep your cool inside the the time uh, yeah. lauded, mm-hmm. they would give you money at the end. Like, oh, this, this cashier who's been totally incompetent, it was just messing with you. I, I feel like that is what Borat is doing. He's just trying to find totally. that boiling point. I secretly want to do that with my life. Like if Ellen would pay me to do weird, <laughs> weird stuff, not make people mad, but just do weird crap. I would totally love Ellen, to do can it. Can you give us an example of the weird I crap have, Ellen's going to have All the time in my do. life I'm thinking, Ellen would pay me to do this. I would do it on camera. Uh, I don't like that she scares world. her guests on her show. No, I wouldn't. No, it's not the scaring stuff. Well, be careful. She is a known listener of the show. So it's yeah. like... I love Ellen, you she scares It's like them. being, a, like being in a Swift store and being that obnoxious in a store and asking a lot of weird questions that don't pertain to anything. Like, I could really do all that. How I want to say I'd win Bowling Point every time. No one could ever get me mad in a yeah. store. They my, couldn't get you yelling and cussing. They can Nothing. get me boiling in three seconds. My oh, yeah. friends and I used to play a game where we would go into the pound shop in England and we would ask every pound? item. It's a pound. Puppy pound? It costs a pound. pound. Everything costs a pound. Like the oh, dollar, dollar tree. dollar store. Yeah, the pound. Um, and the and it's called pound. the pound? It's called the pound, pound It's a jail store. for animals. And we would say <laughs> about every item, how much is this? Just to see how long it would take the old man like to get angry. Like the cheese much like Borat's cheese thing, I assume he heard about me and mm. my friend mm. Phil doing Stands this to reason. in Chichester on our summer holidays. Would you quit Ch- making up crap? <laughs> Chichester? <laughs> it's a real place. You can Google it. Is it Chichester? Nah, Let's spell it. C-H-I-C-H-E-S-T-E-R? Chichester? Chichester. And we would go along the shelves and ask how much everything was. Just to see how long so it took the, to make the, the man cheese, angry. The cheese thing you're describing is a deleted scene from Borat. So it's if you haven't seen it, look it up on YouTube. Maybe we should add it to our page. Just the Spoiler. cheese. We will. Sure. It's on right, there. Right you right ain't If Tyler came through, it's on there. Yeah. Unless Tyler let you all down there's, like he always an, does. an amazing deleted scene where honestly four minutes of Borat saying, what is this? <laughs> and cheese. And that, this. That actually made cheese. me really uncomfortable. It's like, it's like, stop. And it goes on for four minutes and you're just wondering who's going to break why first. didn't he try like the first time to be like this is all he does all cheese. in it? No, in it takes him quite a while. It takes him two minutes to try it. But then and he then does he it abandons it. Times. He abandons yeah. it when they because like, this whole row is cheese. Yeah. Yeah. It it about like, but that. this says cracker. Wow, <laughs> it almost looks like that store clerk <laughs> develops a twitch during the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> his eyes are like he has Tourette's or something. But you know what? He's at a store with Dale Earnhardt Jr. like logo in the back. Did you see that? I was like, this baby's from some. So he's got all day just to answer these questions. How did you feel about the rodeo scene? I you identified with that crowd. <laughs> 
you're no, when cheering. he's out that there. That is rude because when, I think those people are awful and I'm not awful. <laughs> may may you, George Bush, Bush drink you, the blood of every man, man, woman, and child. So what? <laughs> you're cheering. I was at a different time in a different place. I was 18 years old. War of Terror. We support your war up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Say subtle, subtle comedy. When he said you'll drink their blood and they started cheering, I was like, what? <laughs> Do they even know what? Lunatics. Right. So what when he he's. But he had a singing, cool shirt on. When he's singing the national anthem, or he's singing his, the yeah. Kazakhstan national anthem to the tune of the American national anthem. It's brilliant. Were you worried for his safety? Yeah. He when they started booing. Yeah, yeah they, you I'm know, like, there's so many concealed weapons in that. Oh, I'm sure they're not weapons, even concealed whatever. in Texas. They're just freaking 9. open carrying. And you know all what? I mean, yeah. He, men and women. He, I, that's what's crazy to me is he took a lot of risks in making some of this stuff. Like, I'm like, he had to get arrested for the naked thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. That could have literally got him beat. I mean, if it didn't, well, that, that I'd guy, be shocked. That guy grabbed him pretty hard. Yeah, threw yeah. him on the ground. They I'm said like, that the he Pamela got arrested Anderson? a lot, but he would break character with the police, and then they would understand and let him go every time. He never was. Oh, I mean, really? That's this, great. The yeah. movie is operating on a micro budget, so that then they're able to be like, "Well, you have money to get bailed out of prison. You have money to yeah." Uh, because it's not like they're paying for special effects or ritzy right. equipment or an elaborate. <laughs> no, 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 no. Special effects. Camera. They had to get someone to put those black bars over his jaw. Yeah, they did. <laughs> That's true. That would yeah. that'd be a sucky job. No, is it? Just watching <laughs> every frame, frame of so frame by frame. In yeah. the movie, it was like that when y'all saw it in the theater. Yeah, the black bars on the the black that bar thing. is extra long for comedy's sake. Yeah, you think maybe who knows other scenes. That other baby, that other big baby, he did not have a black bar. No. So it seems like this movie was probably pretty hard to film. Is it true that the director gave up halfway through? Yeah, it was actually Todd Phillips, the gentleman who directed The Hangover and Old School. He was the uh, he was the original director on the movie, and which is funny because Todd Phillips, if a uh, bit of um, trivia for you, first movie he directed was a documentary film about this uh, infamous uh, punk rock singer named Gigi Allen. Who would you know poop on in his live shows yeah. and smear it on himself and throw Yikes. it on the crowd and cut his skin open and nah. it's a it's just a horrifying horrible infections uh, from his own poop. documentary that Todd Phillips directed by just following Gigi Allen around I, I've seen it it's horrible it culminates with Gigi Allen's death and from his poop? funeral footage no he oh overdoses oh my gosh that's oh. awful uh, this Gigi and Allen. then this gentleman Todd Phillips I'm telling you <laughs> Yeah. Whoever runs that, you know, Twitter account of uh, the You Hate Movies quotes, uh, please hone in on that one. That's horrible. <laughs> Who is Gigi Allen? <laughs> Are you kidding me, Derek? I literally just said that was a Zoolander quote. Stop. All right. What? Great. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Todd Phillips went on to become a, a big time director with The Hangover. He had a lot of success and got hired. Uh, to do the Borat movie, but uh, the story goes that uh, they were having so many disagreements about how to do it and how stressful the situations were, and he felt like Sasha Baron Cohen was just out of control, and the rodeo footage, which I think they shot early on, was he's just like, I'm not doing this anymore. I can't I can't keep keep this up, it so they had to scary. hire someone else. So can he stop in the middle of directing it and make another guy a director? Yeah, yeah they had brought in a new director. Huh. Yeah. But what's crazy about that uh, ra- rodeo scene, I think that might have made me the most nervous because that mob could have easily, I mean, they they did turn on him. They were booing him. 
Yeah. But what's stopping them from taking it a step further? Just someone in the crowd just coming starting. at him. Yeah. So how did he not but, get beat up what's walking the out of there what's, by somebody or jumped? The be- I, f- I feel like it's it's hard it's hard to really say how can we even say which which moment in the film is better than the next they're they're all fantastic it's so, so great but the ending to that rodeo scene <laughs> that poor girl is just taken it. down by her heart her poor horse falling right. over in the what, shot is it, they had to be so happy to get that i don't know Dude, yeah that, i don't know maybe what it was a coincidence that it looks the, great on well the, yeah i think it must be it, there's had so to have been a coincidence good. but what an amazing ending CG. to that bit do you think they edited it like he they weren't cheering after anything he said but you know they made it seem like that for well the I'm sure if they, they did it was wonderfully I'm sure done they cut it up I just wonder how much of these interactions are edited timing. for even more. I just more cannot effect, believe they yeah. let him do it in the first place, even for for a documentary. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm like, why would they even no. let this sucker do it? Because he's, I believe it. Because he they have like a, that. They have a coordinated and uh, capable publicist and agent acting right. on behalf of the movie, uh, and then by association, the fake movie. So uh, apparently, he left a trail of carnage. The, the you know the local news station he appears on. He cost the Dharma you know, Arthur, a news producer for WAPT in Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, she lost Got, her job. She, she lost, lost her job, job because she booked more at. Do we have any the, information uh, about those? And first, to make urines, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. the uh, the I'm the sorry. station's director uh, lost confidence in her and just said, "You're fired." Got to read those contracts. I do think it's weird that they just let him come on because he's visiting America. Like, that is weird. What you got going on, Jackson? That's it? Yes. Are you kidding me? Do you remember watching local news in uh, small southern towns? The Jewish, the old Jewish couple. (laughs) Oh, pardon me. The old Jewish couple that ran the bed and breakfast said that the film was outstanding and that Baron Cohen was very lovely and very polite. And a quote genius. Oh, they liked him. See, me, we're sports. on the same page. That's so nice. They said of them. they also they are sweet. They said the movie is more anti-Muslim than anti-Semitic because <laughs> the anti-Semitism in this film is just unfounded. There's no, yeah, it's just bizarre true. nonsense other than throwing money, which is funny. Yeah, that's that's a stereotype. <laughs> oh, I didn't get it. In the, the movie. Uh, he gets a permission to throw right money now. at the roly poly bugs. Okay. He gets a permission slip to be go hardcore on his satiric uh, anti-Semitism as a Jewish man. So yeah. we just like, oh, he like, is he's yeah. Jewish. So we're like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. he's Jewish. Oh, that's the so feminists good. say they figured out that something odd was going on, and that. Later, one of them reported that the movie was worth going to see at the cinema. Hmm. <laughs> They're like, I laughed. Sure. Nice. Um, Is it not a problem? Pamela Anderson, uh, to our understanding, she was somewhat in on it, but didn't know necessarily that Borat was going to try yeah, and stuff well, her in a sack. On Wikipedia, it says the only four people that were in on the whole thing were... Um, Borat and his friend Aza, whatever. Aza uh, the producer. Aza Matt. <laughs> yeah. Or something. <laughs> Pamela Anderson and then the hooker, uh-huh. Linnell or whatever. Linnell. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that people you just said were good sports about it were all ones that didn't embarrass themselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you which know. is, you know, th- <laughs> we were thinking during the scene with the just heinous. Uh, you know, students of University of South Carolina Ugh. that appear on the RV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh gosh, man, this had to have a detrimental effect on their yeah. social they, standing. They but sued, claiming defamation. Yeah. Who? Oh, who, really? 
Who can you they just, blame at this point? No, yourself. <laughs> Regardless of whatever editing technique was employed, yeah. you yeah. said those. They things. said yeah. those things. They you, didn't win, right? No, they lost, and they even tried to um, file an injunction to prevent the film being released on video. Yeah, oh, yeah I tried to. If I were them, you gotta Ooh. try. Stop drinking so much. Maybe. You gotta try. <laughs> and also get a life yeah. in your body. <laughs> stop You're being a terrible horrible. person. I would say go to college, but apparently they are. Yeah. Find Jesus. Yeah. Get Nothing some. but the finest at the University of What South about the church folks? Detox. They uh, the they church nice. folks. <laughs> They were just bummed to find out that it wasn't. They let him get up and get the mic. They handed him the mic. He got to hold it. Yeah, I don't. I don't find any information. What about the chicken? (laughs) The the chicken feel or the bear? Was Peter? I guess they ate the bear. But the you know the funny thing is the stakes. uh, I we don't you know this isn't a podcast about Bruno, but the follow up movie, which is framed in the exact same way as a as a documentary that. The participants are, uh, you know, ignorant, but the audience is in on the joke. And um, my gosh, he knowingly decided, uh, okay, well, if it's going to be funny, it has to go so much more over the top. And from start to finish, that thing is just talk about this movie making people squirm in their chairs. Bruno is a uh, endurance trial to see if you can possibly bear. Right. And you're scared for his life. 50% 50% of the time. No. Oh, which is, yeah, that's why I brought it up, is that they had to raise the stakes of personal protection for him as well to the degree that they, they were... Yeah, there were escape plans and there were uh, uh, ways for him to get out of certain situations he put himself in. In fact, uh, one of the big scenes in Bruno involved a trap door that he could go underground and get away oh in the event that he was assaulted and it he had to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they Yikes. they must have learned some things uh, during Borat. Also, his waxing routine or whatever, because he's a very hairy man, as you can tell in Bruno. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean Borat. In Bruno, there is not a single speck of hair on his body. You don't think that that's just great work from a wow. fantastic wig master? All that hair? No, that's no. his. In Borat? Yeah. He yeah, was, they can do like no, the must- I think he talked about. It. They, they I love Fisher. His wife talked about how she was like, "What the heck." He's too hairy. The mustache is so authentic as well. He was too hairy or too bare? <laughs> yeah. Too bare when he got bare. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. The mustache is authentic and he reportedly d- wouldn't bathe or wash the sh- suit so that he had like a, <laughs> what he described as a foreign smell. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, that's not great. The uh, The country of Kazakhstan was not excited about it. What? Right. Didn't they? Really? Like, they didn't he, like had a Kazakh, he had a Kazakh website and they like pulled it down. It was they, like a dot KZ website. They threatened to sue him. But then didn't they change their mind later? Like the foreign minister was like, actually, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, wow. Okay. Like, yeah. yeah. Matt knew some you stuff. Just gotta like, see, you just got to yeah. see it. Matt made good on his word, y'all. He I know some, some stuff. stuff. What up? Matt's back. So, Bethany, a year from now, you're hanging out with some people and they start going, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> I five. Are you At least I'll know. I've been out of the loop for 11 right. years. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to join in? I was a baby at 21 when this sucker came out. You're going to start participating? <laughs> no, I don't think I can say it. It's like you guys are really... Because that's what we need that. before that. I can't do it. Try it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's great. My so, wife. I five. I can't. Come on. It's too hard. Come on, baby. Come on. No. <laughs> The episode I can't, can't I end work until it out. we... Let me work it out tomorrow. I'll, I'll, I'll drop it cheap. on you. 
This is cheers. Oh my gosh, Abby is spazzing. And I was not bad. First, it was good. I was real good. But the tea crackers. Yeah, the tea crackers. Oh my god, that poor baby was mortified. I could just, he just went flush. My suit is black, not. Thanks for listening to You Hate Movies. You know, Borat was over 10 years ago now. What are your thoughts on it today? Does your memory hold up? Leave a comment on this episode at youhatemovies.com and let us know. And hey, while you're there, you may as well listen to more than 100 episodes of You Hate Movies. I recommend taking them all on uh, in you know chronological order from start to finish, usually in one sitting. You can stop to sleep if you're kind of a, a softie. 